wondering, like, when you kind of sit and pause, like, how do you define creativity? My goodness, like, you just opened my eyes up to my entire life. <laughs> it's just a series of slap togethers that I, again, get really stubborn over and make them work. <laughs> so I guess, like, I guess that's it, going with it. Like, not, if it's something that, like, gets that spark going in you and gets you fired up and gets you feeling passionate, don't question it, don't don't doubt it, and just go with it and be really, really hard on yourself. <laughs> all that, I guess that is my creative process. So is, can that be my definition? Does that work? It, it's your process, so yeah. Yeah, I guess that's it. That was a powerful quote that led us in here, JP. I, I did not expect heading into this conversation with Danae that she was going to have her life flash before her eyes. <laughs> and I didn't the- expect at any point before or during, and I was still a little bit surprised after this conversation <laughs> that that happened. It was pretty cool, pretty powerful, though. Like she had that insight, and you could kind of see that evolve as the conversation went along, which was awesome. Like it totally was not the intent going in, like, just let's go have this cool conversation with this cool person. Basically, we'll talk about creativity, but to see her like connect together her own creative process as we had the conversation was pretty cool. I really feel like we're both coaches. We've both been through coach training and there's a certain there's a certain level of comfort and familiarity <laughs> with the way we ask questions. And maybe that inspired it. Like maybe there was just we happened to ask the right questions at the right time, but it was cool. It was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I think, so a couple of things really stuck for me on this particular episode. Um, and I mentioned it sort of as the lead into that, that quote there around her mentioning that her series, her life is just a series of slap togethers. And she was basically too stubborn to quit once she passed a certain threshold. <laughs> and that really, really resonates with me. <laughs> Just a series of slap together, is it? Yeah. Well, the amount of times it's like, yeah, I could do that. And then all of a sudden you're like eyeballs deep in something and you're like, I don't know how the hell I got here, but you just like, you got to keep going. And uh, I have many things where that has been the situation. And I think the second part that really brings that to life was the other thing she mentioned in the episode where Danae was talking about how she'll only try things. She's really good at them. and before she'll even jump in or make that step forward. And you and I were kind of chatting about this before we hopped on here. Like that's totally true as well. Like you often do not want to try things. If you think you might be bad at them or you had a bad experience or you try it and you're not really good at it at first. And you're like, ah, no, never doing that again. And like that, I don't, is that a bias? You're a bias guy. Does that become like a, a, or a self-limiting belief or what do you call that? Yeah, it, 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 it would be a bias. You've, You've created an experience in your head that you're referring back to constantly. So it's a experiential bias. There's, I mean, depending on the uh, situation, it could be all sorts of biases. But yeah, it's it's absolutely a bias. And like, I think of all the opportunity that you lose by doing that. I everyone does it. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. But there are a lot of things that I have been really bad at at certain points in my life that I feel like if I just gave them a chance. What were you really bad at? And like, then you went back to it, and you're like, oh. This is actually kind of fun. I'm still bad at it, but like, I'm not afraid of it. Maybe uh, ice hockey goalie. <laughs> Sports is a good one. Cause like, yeah, 
a lot of us, you try a sport when you're like 12 and then you're like, nope, sucked at that. Never playing yeah. that again. And then, okay. So ice hockey goalie. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'm horrible at it, but certainly it was, I went from playing ball hockey to playing ice hockey and it was, a, That's a it jump. was a, everyone thinks that you're you just a good like skater naturally or no, I never skated. <laughs> Never, ever. Uh, the fr- I hadn't skated when I skated the first time playing ice hockey goalie, like seven years ago. Uh, it was the first time I had skated probably in a decade. Like, wow! And you just did it, and you were good at it. Well, I did well, it, <laughs> but I enjoy it, right? So I stuck with it because I enjoy it, and it was a different experience, and I didn't have that sort of preconceived notion about what it would be. So I stuck with it, and I got better at it. I'm still not great at it. No, but I mean, you're you're not afraid of it anymore. No, you probably well. It depends on who we're playing. I th- <laughs> <laughs> does that does that stubborn component to what the name is talking about? Like, okay, now that I'm in it. Oh, I'm, absolutely. I'm I have always wanted to play ice hockey. I couldn't when I was a kid for medical reasons. I just I wasn't allowed to play heavy contact sports, so I just never got into hockey. I started playing ball hockey and just loved it. Like. I was the guy in the driveway with my brother. We were using the outfielder's glove and a tennis ball and like pizza boxes strapped to your legs. <laughs> like, look at, I'm a great goalie. <laughs> and I loved it. And so, it, you know, I stick with it because I love it. And I always wanted to play ice hockey. Now I, f- I feel like I'm doing it. Like I'm in the moment. That's awesome. That's good. I mean, my hockey experience, it's interesting. Cause I didn't, I, I, didn't skate for a really long time and then i couldn't skate <laughs> and then it was like i don't want to go anywhere near a hockey rink and then i had a lot of feet problems for a lot of years so like again in my head i knew how to skate my body would not cooperate with it and then i was just like well i guess i'm never playing hockey again i had actually resigned myself by my mid-20s uh to the fact that i was never going to be able to play hockey or, or skate again for that matter and here you've been like playing with linden and coaching and yeah um it's amazing what can happen i mean physically obviously i did some things that helped put me in a position to be able to do that again but it's funny like just sitting here and reflecting and being like yeah there was a point in my life where i was like 100 convinced that i would never do that again or that would never be an option and like to think of all the joy and good times that came from you know putting myself out there and trying that and like basically learning to skate again because like you lose it after 15 years of basically not (laughs) skating like it it takes some practice and some hours and and whatever but uh you know then that stubbornness kicks in and it's like okay like i can i can go out and coach 10 year olds at a hockey practice this is cool i like this so yeah it's not like you're waiting for the next flames tryout tryout. (laughs) but i can't can't wait for that (laughs) i think that has probably passed i can probably let that dream go hi as long as mike smith's out there i've got a chance (laughs) (laughs) hey man you could be the next what was that the david Ayers guy the guy that got yeah uh, hey and being toronto i am all over that you could do that 100 (laughs) percent. hey if i play them in the first round i'm guaranteed to beat them absolutely so yeah those were those were really the the i mean i i Loved chatting with Danae and just, she was so open and like, I don't know. I mean, when you're on the radio for a living, you know, just good at talking, good at conversating. Good at, yeah. You got a little experience behind the mic. 
Yeah. So that was, that was cool. But like, I just love how like you kind of got like the running dialogue that was going on in her brain as we were going through the conversation. And there was a couple of insights there that were super helpful for me, both just as a person. And even as a coach, there was a couple of, uh, couple of pieces i really enjoyed about that conversation yeah i thought it, i really thought it tied back to our first episode well too like terry talked about how creativity loves constraint mm. and danae talked about how necessity was important for her creative process which is a form of constraint and certainly yeah. one that i experience a lot there's a certain point at which you go oh shoot i need to be creative either as an outlet or to fulfill a particular need and I just I thought it was interesting that even though they have very different definitions, there's that sort of similarity between them. Yeah, and I mean I think we'll find that throughout the season. That's what I love about just the whole creative space. It's one of those things where there's not one definition that you can just go put in a dictionary and that's it. There's so many different interpretations, so many different expressions, and it's just a privilege to get to pick people's brains on it. Merriam Webster disagrees. And, but Well, you know what? Maybe we should have a we, we should, rap battle. Then. We should have a rap battle with <laughs> Miriam Webster. They would win. <laughs> I am I am positive that they have a thesaurus or two. All right. I might have bitten off more than I can chew there. So speaking of constraint, we, uh, we're going to cut this week's episode half of what we did last week. That's um, getting all tight. Keep it tight and to the point. So, any last words for the folks at home before we uh, before we dive into next week's episode? It's going to come quickly on the heels of yeah, this. Yeah, uh, I would just say think about your own creative process. What are the what are the things that draw you into your creative or force you in some cases? Well, what is what is your creative process? Because like, if you listen to the episode, Danae, you know, she asked us at the end if that was an okay process. It's like absolutely, that's your process. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> But I do think that a lot of those insights come from knowing what your process is, right? Like, you know what it is, then you can repeat it or improve it, build off it, etc. So, great question to leave everyone with today. Like, what is your creative process? 